What's up everyone, this is your host Rafael Matuszewski and we got another compilation styled episode. I'm bringing back three episodes that I recorded about a year ago and the first one is episode 451 where we talk about reverse engineering for success. So a lot of times people get overwhelmed with any type of fitness goal or just goal in general. But really what you gotta do is think of, you know, when you actually achieve that goal, say it's a year from now, two years from now, how do you backpedal from the day you achieve it? And that's how you reverse engineer it. Say whatever your goal is, is gonna take you 12 months. What does month 11 look like? What does month 10 look like? What are you doing to three weeks leading up to your goal that you actually get there? This is how to break down goals and make it more tangible to actually get there. Next one is episode 453, where I bring up this topic about to think back for motivation. So many of us kind of fall out of motivation when it comes to fitness and health. But one little you know tip that's really easy to do is remember the times where you were the most motivated in your life. And it's usually the time when you first start, you know, getting your health in line, getting to the gym, prepping your meals, you have all this motivation. So sometimes when you fall out of that feeling, just think back to day one where you were like, yes, I can't wait to wake up tomorrow to get my workout in. And that's going to kind of keep you going for the long run. And then lastly, We're going to go into episode 457, where I talk about bad habits. Habits rule everything that we do on a daily basis. So if we can, you know, take out those terrible habits that we do on a daily basis, our lives are going to be so much easier. So let me stop rambling and let's get right into this episode. Here is episode 451, 453, and 457. What is up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I am psyched to be chatting with you today. One, it's nice and sunny outside. Usually Vancouver rains all the fucking time, and I think we're on like day 43 without a single drop of rain. So, so good. Um, I'm also excited that I don't have a migraine. It's usually Wednesdays. Every time I talk to you guys like this, I usually get a migraine. So I'm psyched about that and looking forward to going home, spending some quality time with the wife, and resting before a long day tomorrow. Um, What I want to talk about today is realistic goals for fitness, health, weight loss, rehab, you name it. And we're going to look at it a little bit differently. So um, I saw this post by Andrew Coates, a fantastic coach out in Edmonton, I believe. I've had him on my show before. I've been on his podcast as well. Um, And he's been posting a lot of those, like, you know, Twitter screenshots of sayings. And um, he had a really great one talking about, like, rather than thinking about, I want to lose 20 pounds. Like, that kind of goal is very just, it's just out there. It doesn't really give you any specific. 
thing to kind of focus on, right? So if you look at, say, a four-year degree in university, you know, and I brought this example up before, kind of within, like, your syllabus of, like, here's what we do in the first couple weeks, here's what we do in the fall, here's what we do here, and you already know the outline. Like, you have the outline in front of you, and every time you take a class, course, whatever it is, you get your syllabus, and you already know, like, what you're kind of getting yourself into. And you can do the same thing with that, you know, goal of losing 20 pounds, right? So instead, it's like, okay, number one, how fast do you want to be able to lose um, 20 pounds? And, you know, let's say that we are realistic and we're aiming for, fuck, I don't know, eight months, right? Realistically. In those eight months, how does that look on paper if I had to write it down? Like, let's reverse engineer weight loss. How does that look? We all know that you need to move more, eat less. So how does that actually look? So maybe you're a person that hasn't really taken their, um, you know, eating to a point where you're actually planning meals, making sure you're, you know, increasing your protein, eating lots of veggies, being prepared and things like that. So how does that look? Making sure, number one, you have all your meals taken care of. So it's like meal prepping. So I'm going to start meal prepping every single Sunday so then I have stuff ready to go or stuff prepped and easy to, you know, pack and go or like stuff that I can just throw together like a salad that takes five minutes and I'm ready to go to work type of thing. So that's number one. Number two, you're going to get your workouts in. So in order to lose 20 pounds, like in eight months, like you, you need to start moving quite a bit. So why not have a goal that every single month, and I'm gonna backtrack a little bit, with that whole uh, meal prepping thing. So it's like, okay, every Sunday I'm gonna take four hours out of my day to make sure I am um, meal prepping and have stuff ready on hand uh, to, you know, um, bring with me to work, school, whatever it is. So now in a month, I have allotted four days a week. I mean, four uh, times in a month, so every Sunday, uh, four hours of meal prep. Then I'm going to look at my exercise. So knowing that 20 pounds is quite the feat to do, I'm going to have to exercise quite a bit. So I'm going to dedicate four hours a week of going to the gym. And I'm gonna put that on my calendar, look at all those boxes I need to check off in order to get to my goal. And then I'm gonna start adding things like, I need to sleep for eight hours in that calendar. So now I have a calendar of eight months planned of I'm meal prepping every Sunday for four hours. Four days out of the week, I'm dedicating an hour of exercise. And then I am making sure I get at least eight hours of sleep every single night and I have to start checking those boxes off. So really what we did is your goal that you thought up in your brain is out there and then we broke it down to how it actually looks like. So 
writing down things is such a powerful thing that people don't really understand how strong of an incentive that is. Because if you have one of those big calendars that you always see people use in front of you with all those boxes you need to tick off in order to meet your goal, and you see that your first week you've worked out once and didn't meal prep, you know that you fucked up and you know that you're not probably gonna get to your goal if you do another week like that, right? It gives you that accountability to get there. So when it comes to the what most people do is like, yeah, I wanna lose 20 pounds, so I'm gonna start going to the gym more often and eating better. And they just kinda hope for the best that that's gonna happen. But you and I both know that at some point, you're gonna realize like, hey, it's been three months and I only lost a pound. Because most likely in those three months, you did my example from earlier where we got to the gym once on week one, week two you did twice, by week six you're averaging like maybe two workouts a week, meal prep is hit or miss, and you think you're doing all the right steps and um, you know things that you're supposed to be doing, but you're actually missing quite a bit. So then when that three month uh, mark kind of rolls around and you weigh yourself and you're like, I've only lost two pounds, I've been working so hard. But really, we don't even have the self-awareness to understand that we're not actually doing as much as we should. And I've brought up that whole topic of self-awareness before in this podcast because we literally have zero of it when we're trying to lose weight for some reason. So now that we have this accountability marker, we've written down what it takes. So let's say we have um, 16 workouts in the month, multiply that by eight, See if you can actually hit all those workouts. See if you can actually spend um, 32 hours a month meal prepping. What's 32 times eight? I don't know, I can't do that math in my head, but you can figure that out on your iPhone right now. That's how many hours it takes in that eight month span to actually get to your goal. Now we have a new, like a number to um, our goal of 20 pounds to lose. And when we actually start tracking those things, we're either at our marker or not. Like it's either or, it's one of the two. So we now have that visual representation if we're actually on our mark. And even if you fuck up, even if you have a week where you're like, I got no workouts in, but I did my meal prep, at least you now have that knowledge of like, okay, next week I really gotta like get my shit together and focus on getting all my workouts in. Or vice versa, like I didn't meal prep for two weeks in a row, I really need to get my shit together and get it done. And it also gives you an opportunity to troubleshoot those things. Like, I haven't meal prepped in three weeks straight, what the fuck am I doing with my time? Because now the other cool thing about this is if you actually get to a point where you write out how many hours a month you need to dedicate to um, your health goal of 20 pounds, you might need to like rethink of some priorities in your life that maybe, you know, binge watching Loki because everyone's been talking about that show you can actually maybe take away from binge watching and put that towards your meal prep, you know what I mean? Because yes, it's cool to watch new shows and like make it a thing, but is that really down the road 
in the grand scheme of your life and health, is it really going to improve the quality of your life? Probably not. Probably not. So, we now have reverse engineered that 20 pound goal. I like really, really highly recommend you do this. Like any goal out there, you should be able to reverse engineer it to see how much time it takes, how much money it takes, you know, any other prep work or things like that. Like people will go apeshit planning trips. You know, not maybe not so much right now with COVID, but you know, when people plan a trip to like go to Europe, like people will be so meticulous of like every hour or where to go to see a museum or whatever it is. Like they'll spend hours and weeks and days planning a trip like that. But when it comes to planning for your health, like people just assume it's gonna happen and whatever they're doing, they think it's enough, right? So let's like, let's be real. Let's start bringing the whole topic of health and fitness into something as difficult as planning your four-year degree or like trying to get into med school, whatever it is. Like it's one of those things that are pretty high up on that list of difficulty. But for some reason, everybody in this world just thinks it takes of like the intention of wanting to lose weight, you know? So I'm gonna stop it there. Hopefully that gave you some insight. Um, Let me know if you have any questions. Feel free to reach out. Uh, hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram. Also subscribe to my YouTube channel. We are definitely growing. We're almost at 400 subscribers now. And also put your name down for the pre-sale list for my new ebook. I've been working so freaking hard on this thing, trying to make it perfect for you guys. So you will get a email uh, the moment it's ready and you can get it before everybody else out there in the internet world. Um, that's it from you guys. Thank you so much. Hopefully this got you, you know, pumped up and ready to go for your Wednesday. I love you all. Until next time. All right, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I am your host, Rafael Matuszewski. And I'm psyched again because I think this might be three Wednesdays in a row that I haven't had a migraine so I am really pumped I'm really pumped about that and honestly the only thing that I've really changed has been changing my work station setup I bought one of those fancy little laptop lifting um things for my laptop so I'm not like looking down and cranking on my neck and a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse so it's a little bit less aggressive on all the stuff that revolves around my head going into forward flexion and then on top of that finding a physiotherapist has probably been like one of the best things that I've done in a while but finding a physio that is like a little wizard of a person trying to figure out my pain and like getting needles stuck into the back of my head and you know ever since then it's been really good but I feel like I can talk about migraines and headaches for ever because I've been dealing with that forever but that's not the topic of today's show 
we're going to be talking about some weight loss specific things, kind of. It's not going to be like, eat X amount of grams of protein. No, it's not going to be like that. But I was kind of thinking back, funny that I said that, thinking back to a couple topics I brought up, you know, years ago. And, you know, one of the biggest pain points I find for people who have a tough time losing weight and, you know, just going to the gym in general is that lack of motivation. And I think a lot of people listening or watching um, can, you know, agree that, you know, after some time of constantly going to the gym, trying to cook healthier, things like that, your motivation kind of runs out and you feel, you know, kind of lost and you just don't want to do it anymore. Like that whole oomph that you had in the beginning is like lost and you're like, fuck, is it even worth it anymore? And number one, like motivation is a feeling. And I've talked about this before in my podcast and it's been a while since I brought this up, but like you got to remember that motivation is a feeling just like being happy or sad. Right? You can't be happy 24-7 nonstop, just like you can't be sad 24-7 nonstop. Right? It comes in waves. Motivation comes in waves, you know? Like you fucking watch, I don't know, an inspirational YouTube video of people training and there's some um, guy in the background basically yelling at you some some motivational sayings and there's like music going and you're like Fuck, I'm going to the gym tomorrow morning. Fuck that, I'm going right now. I'm going to work out and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it comes in waves. So you can't be too hard on yourself, number one, thinking that you have to be motivated all the time. Like, there are days where I go to the gym and I'm like, ah, fuck. Like, right now, literally finished my day at work and... You know, I'm like, fuck, I need to get my workout in. And I'm like, it'll be so much easier to just go home and hang out with my wife and dog and have a beer on the patio because it's nice and warm and hot or literally just sit in front of my AC unit while drinking beer. Like I could go do that, but I knew I needed to get my deadlifts in. And that's a whole other story of why I'm just doing deadlifts. But um, I had to get it in and I wasn't really there and the workout kind of sucked and I'm like, eh, whatever, you know, but I got it done at least, you know? I could have easily just sunk in and been like, you know what, I'm just going to go home and make things easier for myself. And that's what us humans prefer to do. We'd rather do what's easier. You know, like, if you ask anybody, even ask yourself, like, would you rather do it the hard way or the easy way? You'd pick the easy way. It's the same thing with our bodies. Like, I have to physically get out of my desk, change into workout gear, start a warm-up and then do some heavy lifting like that's a lot of effort and I don't think you know the general population gives themselves enough credit like in order for you to go to a gym or even in your own house that you've you know built a little workout area because of COVID like it takes a lot of effort to actually like get into the zone of training and like pushing yourself So if you're doing that once or twice a week, or if you're one of those people that have like, are doing three days a week nonstop, like that is impressive. So like you need to celebrate that because most people can't keep a consistent schedule. So if you are physically 
showing up every week if it's one a week twice a week whatever it is like good on you like that's really really good like you need to be celebrating those small wins but going back to the original topic because I'm like kind of going all over the place today um when you have those times when you've lost your motivation and you have all the greatest intentions in the world that you want to you know um improve your health finally see weight loss whatever it is in order to keep that motivation kind of you know lit like just kind of like when you start a fire like you need to continually add pieces of wood in there to keep it burning right motivation is the same thing so how do you do that how do you quantify that how do you keep that flame alive and the one little simple strategy that i always do with myself and with my clients is to think back to when you've had those high amounts of motivational feelings to keep you going. So if you think back from day one, that feeling where you're like, I can't wait to get to the gym, I can't wait to change my life, I can't wait to move and feel better, like those feelings, that's when you'll be able to get that little spark back. And I think a lot of people are missing that. You know, they forget where they started from. And I remember um, looking back at some of my old posts and one thing that popped up was uh, a picture of me when I used to be overweight. And, you know, I think I need to start bringing that up. All right, sorry, my video cut out. That was super weird. But like I said, I think I need to start bringing up the fact that I used to be overweight because, you know, every time I have a conversation with somebody and even if I've known them for like a year or I've been training them for a year and they had no idea I used to weigh over 200 pounds and I had this huge like weight loss story. So I need to start bringing that up. So for those who don't know, listening to my show right now, like I used to weigh over 200 pounds and over a course of the summer dropped um, 60 pounds and literally I took the extreme route of going cold turkey, working out seven days a week, sometimes twice a day, and eating nothing but uh, anything but vegetables and protein. And literally the weight just fell off. But, extreme example, but uh, the point of this was that I saw this um, old post of a photo of me at that weight and on top of the photo, I wrote down, you know, never forget where you started from. And, you know, for many of you, you probably have transformed. Like, if you've seen a little bit of success, like, you've probably lost maybe 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it is. And you need to think back of, like, all those successes. Like, even if you lost 30 pounds and then gained the 30 back, like at one point of your life, you had that success and you remember how that felt. You remember how it felt to see the weight come off. You remember how it felt, you know, putting on clothes that never fit before or clothes that you wanted to try on and never fit and then you finally could buy them. Like all those things matter. And one of the greatest, you know, motivators is what's within us already. So if you remember the feelings, the feelings that you had when you first decided to make, you know, fitness a priority, you started going to the gym, you, you know, bought a new set of Tupperware to put all your new 
um, food in and all that kind of shit that comes along with feeling happy and motivated to start, you know, exercising, that's going to kind of keep you going. It's going to take you over and like, look at old photos of yourself. You know, if you've lost some weight and kept it off, like look at the old photos of you. You're going to be like, holy shit, I can't believe I used to look like that and look how far I've come, how far I've came. And like, you can use that to fuel that fire and keep you going. And again, this kind of proves my point of like my earlier uh, podcast episodes where we don't take the time to actually be alone with our thoughts, to actually work shit out. We're just, we're all reactive. That's all we do. All day we react. We never, you know, take a second to like simmer down and feel what's, what we're feeling, you know, like try to like be analytical of our feelings kind of like you know Sheldon in Big Bang Theory like he tries to figure out what feeling he should have in a certain situation we don't do that it's kind of silly but we just react you know like you know I manage a clinic and when I deal with employees patients customers whatever it is and rather than like right away reacting to it I take a second to you know assess the situation and then figure out what the best like approaches but for us like we step on a scale and it's the same or it's a pound over all we do is react you don't take the time go okay did i sleep well last night am i like if i'm a female am i at a certain point in my cycle did i have a, a meal last night that was really really big than usual did i eat more carbs yesterday you know how's my hydration levels like, you don't ask yourself those things. You just step on and you're like, oh, fuck, like, I'm not, like, losing weight. Nothing's working. You're reactive. Like, we need to be more conscious of what we're actually feeling, what our thoughts uh, are trying to tell us, because our body constantly gives us signals and constantly gives us the opportunity to figure out our own shit. But we just don't take that opportunity because it's like, you wake up, you're reacting to the day, you get to work, you're reacting to work, you get home, you're reacting to all your house duties, your kids, you're reactive, whatever, and then at the end of the night, you somehow have to give like time for your partner, but that never really happens, so you're reactive to that situation, you realize that they're pissed at you for some reason, and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all this? And then, again, you're reactive. It's a constant you know, cycle. But if we take time to be with alone with our own thoughts, to figure out what's going on, like we can work our shit out. So I'm going to leave it there because I can kind of keep going on this whole topic. But you want to take the opportunity to think back in your past when you were successful with weight loss, when you were, you know, feeling excited to start your... Um, journey in fitness or anytime you've seen success and that's going to help you carry over during those dark times where you're just like fuck like I don't want to go to the gym you know you practice this this is going to help quite a bit and it's helped me so many times like just sometimes like watching old videos that I've posted and I'm like remembering that point in time in my life I'm like oh fuck I was like so motivated at that point and I try to like relive those memories and I'm like yeah, like, I'm going to get through the gym today. And that's what I did today. And I'm like, fuck, I remember watching my video where I, like, deadlifted 300 for the first time. So pumped. 
you know, I'm not deadlifting 300 today, but I'm going to like hammer out my six sets to the best of my ability and, you know, do it up. And, you know, here I am, I got my workout in, I feel good and I'm excited to go home. Like the day is good. The day is fucking awesome. And you guys are fucking awesome. So I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble. I'm sorry that the video cut out halfway through. Thank you for the support, you guys. My book is coming out soon. Hit the show notes. Put yourself on the pre-sale list. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Add me on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm going to continue giving you the best fitness and health advice out there. Until next time, you guys. What is up, my podcast listeners? This is your lovely host, Rafael Matuszewski. Coming to you from my bedroom, um, well, one of the bedrooms in my house. Um, I totally fucked up and did not, you know, record in my car like I usually do. And now it's the evening, and I need to you know, get this done for you guys because I'm one of those people that when I fall out of habits, which is funny that I brought that up just now because that's going to be the topic of our show um i'm a creature of habit and when i don't do my usual things like on wednesdays when i pop my camera on and start talking to you guys and rambling about random shit i feel off feel like i can't function so here we are but the nice thing that i get to do the fact that I'm home and I have my laptop right beside me. I also have this lovely microphone that I barely use. And, you know, why not? I plugged it in. We're going to have better audio quality. Um, but now I can do some shout-outs because I haven't done this in probably, like, months. So, I'm sorry. Um, where are we? Where are we? Number one city listening to my show right now and within the last 24 hours, I've had 102 listens from this city, the lovely city of Dublin in Ireland. Shout out to everyone in Ireland, specifically in Dublin, listening to my show. Super cool. And I've brought this up on my show a couple times because you guys have popped up on my top five. Um, this was probably four years ago. I got to do like 20 hours in Dublin to see that city as fast as possible. And it honestly was one of the most ex- like amazing experiences I've ever had. Would love to go back. Uh, number two, all the way on the UK, the city of Edinburgh. Shout out to everyone in Edinburgh listening to my show. And just shout out in general to all my listeners across the world. That's so cool. And number three... Houston, Texas, shout out to everyone in Houston listening to my show, that is so freaking awesome, that is so cool that I have so many different people all around the world listening to my show, not only just in Canada and the States, but like international, that is so cool. Um, So I kind of spilled the beans already on what the topic's going to be, but we're going to get into um, habits, because I've probably done several episodes on, you know, habit-based nutrition, but what I want to talk to you today about is bad habits. So, 2020 definitely disrupted 
a lot of people's lives and has probably introduced some bad habits and now you're at a point of you know no return and you're just like I now can eat a bag of chips every night I drink beer every single day I don't even work out anymore I you know the list can go on right this whole COVID thing literally like put you in a dumpster, lit it on fire, shook you, and then pushed you, like threw you out right after. And now you just have to deal with that. <laughs> That's probably the best way to describe it. And probably on the way, like someone kicked you in the face a couple times and throat punched you and things like that. And I think I said that before on my show. But um, the thing that I want to get to is that with all these bad habits that popped up, to make this more tangible and like you leaving with something to work on is I actually want you to physically take out a piece of paper and a pen, pencil, whatever you have, and write down all the bad habits that you actually picked up um, since this whole COVID thing started. And I want you to like really brainstorm and like really create that self-awareness which i brought up a million times on my show like write down every little piece little thing that pops into your head like set a timer for like 10 minutes and then just start writing see what you get after the 10 minutes is done i want you to categorize each one of like is this a physical bad habit is this a mental bad habit because that's a whole nother thing like you could write down that you've started talking really negatively about yourself or you started having huge doubts about you know what you're going to do in the future or what you're going to do with your life like there should be a category for like a mental section so maybe what you know bad habits that you can throw into um is you know a physical one a mental one an emotional one spiritual one and even a financial one because who knows like I've done this a bunch of times where during COVID, just to like get me through some tough times, I'm like, I'm just going to go buy shit so I can feel better. Primarily go to the Disney store, which has closed down, by the way. I'm super disappointed about that and where I am um, for a little pick-me-up, you know? But I think if you brainstormed all those bad habits, categorized them in certain, in those five um segments and then start looking at it like this is why i like writing stuff down because it like shows you so much more it shows you so many little different things that um you may have not thought about that's actually happening to you and i want you to choose like at least two at least two bad habits that you um picked up along the way with this whole covid bullshit and choose the two that are like the lowest hanging fruit like so simple that you're like i can't believe i keep doing this something like i can't believe i used to go to the gym five days a week and now here i am doing nothing i haven't worked out for a year and a half almost two years something as simple as that where you try to implement some sort of activity again right I think for many people, if they do this exercise, they're going to realize like, wow, like I did not even think this was this bad, right? Maybe 
um, we make another category thrown relationships. You know, has COVID thrown a wrench in you and your partner's relationship, you and your friends, you and your parents, you and your family in general? Like, make that another category, right? How we tie this in with fitness and health is that all those other factors, like I just brought up relationships, financial, spiritual, um, now I'm drawing a blank, but all the other ones that are not, you know, a physical aesthetic look, um, all those other categories affect your health, right? So when we can also pick up the slack and other, you know, things in our life, it's going to translate to how we look, how we feel, how we move, right? Like if your family life or your relationships are suffering a lot, that's going to probably take a lot of emotional toll and like headspace and energy for you to even comprehend the idea of like, oh, fuck, I need to go to the gym today or I need to like go out for a run or I need to do my home workout. Like you're going to be literally exhausted from dealing with relationship shit to now like, oh, now I need to get into the mode of like, I'm going to lift heavy shit. Probably not going to happen. Struggling financially, probably not going to feel super motivated to do anything. Like, I grew up super poor, and money was always an issue, and it's hard to stay motivated when you're working your fucking face off and you're not making enough money to, like, really enjoy life, you know? Like, all these things influence our success at fitness and health, so we also need to pay attention to those things too. I just don't understand when people don't get that and they kind of just zero in like, I need to eat. I, what am I doing with my face? <laughs> I need to eat this way. I need to exercise every single day and that's all. But then there's all this other stuff behind you and around you that influences that, right? Like, I don't know, for me, like, if my relationship with my wife was shit, like, I'm probably not going to have good workouts. My mind is going to be elsewhere. You know, I might have a goal of, like, I want to be able to deadlift 400 pounds, which is my goal, by the way. Um, I probably won't get there if I have that, you know, lingering in my head. Or the fact that, fuck, I don't know, like, I lose my job. Or, fuck, I don't know, I get hurt and I can't work and I lose my like there's so many things financially that could happen to me and it's probably not going to motivate me like say a huge expense happened my my house burns down and I the insurance that I got when I bought the place is not actually what I'm supposed to get and now I don't have a house and I'm homeless and fuck right like that would influence a lot you know um these are the things that people don't think about when it comes to success, like you Google, like, how do I lose weight? How do I do this? It's like, eat these foods. Don't eat past 6 p.m. Only eat carbs in the beginning of your day because it's going to fuel X, Y, and Z and some other shit. But they don't ever encompass your whole body, your whole self. Like, there's so much to it. Did not think that I was going to go down this rabbit hole, but... You know, that's what habits are. Like, habits form 
who we are. And if we fall into those bad habits, then it's going to steer us in the opposite direction of where we want to go when it comes to our fitness and health goals. So do this little exercise. Literally write down um, all the bad habits that you picked up. See which ones are the lowest hanging fruit and work on them. Even if it's minimal effort. Like I've had struggling clients over the year and a half and getting them just like getting out of bed and just like go for a walk was tough. But, you know, having a support system also helps, right? This is why people hire coaches. Like the fact that I would just email and check in with people and be like, hey, what's going on? Like, you doing okay? Like, fuck, who cares? You haven't worked out in six months. Like, go outside. Like, right now. Like, I don't even fucking care. Like, go outside and go for a walk. Like, just something to build a new habit and form it so then we can build upon it, you know? So, I really hope that this, because I'm going to keep this short. I don't want to go over um, past 15 minutes. So, I really hope that this concept and idea and exercise works remember habits are everything everything so i really 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 hope you take this episode to heart do the work and see if you can find one or two habits that are really low hanging fruit like fucking going to sleep 10 minutes earlier like something like that and just go for it run with it so that's it for me, you guys. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Um, hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram. I'll say hello. I'll tell you if you need help. I'm here. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. We're almost at 400. Like, come on. Everyone, subscribe. Um, and also in the show notes, there's a link to subscribe. Not subscribe, but sign up for a pre-sale list for my book so the moment that my book is up and running and able for purchase you will get it first um that's it from you guys thank you so much for the support you're amazing till next time